everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For a long time now, the Lincoln Police Department has been saying the growing number of mental health calls is taking up a lot of time for officers. In 2021, armed police officers responded to more than 3,800 mental health calls for service. In December, Police Chief Teresa Ewens traveled to Portland, Maine with County Commissioner Sean Flowerday. Sarah Hoyle also accompanied uh, Chief Ewens and Commissioner Flowerday. She's the Lancaster County Human Services Director. Jennifer Williams went along as well from the mayor's office, chief of staff. And they studied the police department's use of an alternative response for mental health calls for service. And Chief Ewens joins me on Lincoln Live to tell us what she learned. Good morning, Chief. Hi. Uh, before you tell listeners about the Portland Police Department crisis response mm-hmm. system, how are mental health emergencies or people struggling with substance issues handled by Lincoln police officers? Well, there's varying degrees. And so if we're looking at a crisis, then then really it is um, our officers responding out, uh, working with we have one mental health coordinator uh, who plays a really important role. He's the go-to person um, for all these calls and really knows um, our frequent flyers of, of, of mental health, um, which is really important uh, because with the county, with our um, other partners, you know, they, they work in coordination to, to, to really have a plan for certain people. Sometimes they'll contact somebody a dozen times and that person's going to reject any assistance. So we have groups like Centerpoint um, that, that go out, that respond out. Matt Talbot is more in the county. And, you know, these partnerships are incredibly important for us to be able to be successful as a city. Uh, but our partnerships are, are really um, the most important part. Um, I'll just go back to that. Uh, for our response, though, we really have officers who are trained uh, that know how to de-escalate, that know how to speak to people to, to really bring them down so we can actually get them to where they need to be to get the care that they need. You call them partnerships. The, mm-hmm. the Portland Police Department refers to it as cooperative response. That's the model they set up back in the 90s, correct? Tell, yeah. us, what the, tell us what that model is like compared to what exists here. Well, when I say partnerships, I mean, that's that's with everyone, the county organizations, the city organizations, um, even police and fire. Those are partnerships. And so we build on those partnerships mm-hmm. and and we, we respond to different situations um, together. Uh, the in Portland, they they do the same thing. Um, they have liaisons that actually are embedded within the police department. Um, they've been doing it since, like you said, the 90s. So they've evolved to, to now where they are, and they're very successful. And that's why, you know, many cities are going to visit their model. I mean, it's it's very impressive. Uh, they've, they've been through a lot, um, and they're still building their program. Could you call Lincoln's system a cooperative response model, the way Portland calls, calls it a, re- a cooperative response model? Uh, no, because no? it's different. It, it is different. Uh, we're not having people necessarily go out unless it's a planned, um, 
organized uh, event where our mental health coordinator goes out with a clinician um, to go speak to somebody. And that's where you want to go? Well, I want to go beyond that. I mean, that's... You want to start there? Well, we're already there. So we're, you know, we already have a system in place um, that is functioning now. What we need to do is go to the next step. No different from how Portland has done Mm -hmm. it. Going to the next step is really bringing in um, uh, liaisons to be part of the police department um, and and work with us. Sometimes, and the thing that is impressive about Portland is that the liaisons that they, the civilian liaisons that come in, they get trained by the police department because safety is first. Uh, but they will, if they if they hear a call for service with a name that they know, they either they can be dispatched to it or um, they'll what they call jump a call and tell the officer, hey, I got that. You know, the relationship that they built between the officers and the liaisons is is incredibly impressive. They, it's a great amount of trust. From where and does the liaison come? It comes from different a different organization within within um, Portland. It's so those partnerships here in Lincoln could that be from Cedars? Could that be from Matt Talbot? Could that be from Centerpoint? Yes. From where could a liaison come? Yeah. So it's agreement with a, with one of those organizations. Um, you know, it's it's important that we understand that that lived experience that they have uh, already with Lincoln is just benefits us. And then you put on top of that, that that working relationship and knowledge and training with us, that is a great um, a great tool for us. And so, you know, them going and building that trust with officers and vice versa, you know, going uh, to these calls for service. If there is somebody that is having a crisis, well, and let's just say we have somebody that is is barricaded. They don't want to come out. They're having a mental health crisis. We'll have them come out. That, that's the idea. They're the experts. Um, our officers are trained, but really, I mean, we want the experts to come out and really so we can come to a safe ending um, for everybody. This is an impressive system in Portland, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, in 30 years, it once was a single position. Now it's a, a full-blown behavioral health unit for the Portland Police Department. Uh, from May of 2021 to May of last year, Portland's Behavioral Health Unit contacted residents more than 1,300 times, and about 23% of those were without any police officer at all. In a year's time, the clinicians cleared officers from co-response calls 125 times. There were clinicians only had to call police for backup twice in mm-hmm. 1,300 contact. So if the liaisons know what they're doing and the police department knows what the liaisons are doing and there's trust between the two, Mm -hmm. it it looks like it works. Yes. Really well. Yes. There, there's a rapport that, that people don't quite understand, um, in the public. And that rapport is police officers have it with people that they meet every single day. Um, people that they rest, you know, you build a rapport with people and there's a relationship there. It's the same with these liaisons. They've built a name for themselves within the community itself. People know that they can go to them and and uh, and be treated fairly. I mean, that's what you want as a police officer as well. So this is this is kind of dual. I mean, we we have officers that have great relationships within the community, but then we add that other benefit where they can connect them with services or um, some 
as someone that's not in a uniform that they can speak to also, I think that that is a huge plus. I find it impressive, Chief. If I have something that goes wrong or someone, Mm -hmm. my butt heads with someone at the beginning of my day, sometimes my entire day is just a little bit bent. And a police officer has to straighten themselves up if they have that experience in the morning. Let's say somebody, they're they're called for service to someone who's belligerent, someone who doesn't want a police officer in their face or in their presence. And then the next call is a mental health call where they need to be calm. They have to ratchet that down Mm -hmm. in a few minutes. I find that always impressive. Because if I, if I, as I said, butt heads with somebody at 10 o'clock in the morning, sometimes I'm still bent by supper time. I got to get over that. Well, so police officers are built a, a, in a different way, and it takes, it takes time yeah. to learn how to do that. And, you know, our officers see some really horrific things, and they're expected to get back in the car and go answer the next call for service. I mean, that it is difficult and, you know, it wears on people mentally and physically. And so officers are, that's why, that's why they, they need to have some understanding from community in that sometimes we have bad days. We do. And we, there needs to be a greater understanding about that. But when it comes to this kind of stuff, you know, everybody, everybody has addiction in their families. Everybody has mental health issues in their families, whether it be cousins of cousins or sisters or brothers or parents. Um, everyone can understand these things. Um, and it's very important that, you know, officers stay in touch with who they are as, as a member of a family that probably has the same thing. And, and so it's, it's also very gratifying to be able to, you know, end something that was started out very violent and coming to a peaceful ending without having to be in a fight, without having to use force or, or deadly force. That's ultimately the goal. And um, I'm very impressed by our officers here in Lincoln, and I always have been. I've said this over and over again. Uh, we had a barricade suspect last night. They did a tremendous job, ended peacefully, and that's the, that's the outcome. How quickly can you activate this model in Lincoln? Uh, well, you know what? The, the mayor has been a huge force in this. Um, she wants this uh, done yesterday. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's definitely something we talk about all the time. And, and so as soon as we can, we will, we will do that. Um, I'm interested in seeing other models. It's just one, one model does not fit all cities. So, you know, we have to look at how um, our partnerships are built with the different organizations and nonprofits in, in Lincoln. But, you know, the mayor, uh, this is one of those uh, one of those things that she wants to see from us as soon as possible, because it, it is important. Portland, Maine is 68,000. Lincoln is almost 300,000. Yeah. Yeah. Can what works there work here? Uh, to a different degree. Um, again, we have to see what the other models are. Like Denver has a model, um, Houston, Texas, and that's a larger degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably 800,000 or a million um, in that community. But we have to see what works. We have to see what works. Um, you know, we have to be willing to be flexible uh, and change it if it's not working in the direction that we that we feel comfortable. Uh, but I do think having the exposure to these other organizations is going to be is going to be key. All right, and we are working with other 
University of Cincinnati and other organizations that that really um, are guiding conversations about this as well. Keep us in the loop. Yeah. Next absolutely. time there's a an action step. Thanks. We'd for like to know about, about it. Yeah. Police Chief Teresa Ewan's with me this morning on Lincoln Live.